1: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details.
2: Oh, do I feel good today. What's good, everybody? Welcome into our very special episode of The Early Wedge. As we get set for, in my opinion, the greatest spectacle in all of golf, the Ryder Cup. Team USA, Team Europe, and they're playing overseas in a place – where the United States has not won in 30 years. Will that change this year? So many new players, so many rock stars to talk about. So I bring in my, my absolute two very best stars of the show. I get to see the counselor every single day. But Patrick McDonald, so good to see you in that beautifully coiffed lettuce you have every single mm. show. How are you, sir?
3: Yeah, I had a deal with myself that I wouldn't cut my hair until I got back on with both of you gentlemen so a haircut might be in order tomorrow but gosh it is good to be back talking a little golf with the counselor with yourself coach and a brand new sponsor so clearly the gears are turning no doubt about it all of our odds this show and every show at the early
2: edge is provided by our good friends at BetMGM, the king of all sports books seeing john how fired are you for the Ryder cup sir uh, pretty
1: fired up. You know, it's interesting for me because it's an unconventional betting event and an unconventional DFS event. You know, I do have some you know different feelings about it because you know, coach. Like I like being on the show with you two, firing off like a first round leader and and matchup bets. You know, one on one type stuff. But this is like a nice change up during football season. Obviously, the spectacle itself is great from a non-betting standpoint, but this is a betting show, so we got to kind of find our our bits and pieces. I do want to say I'm not super happy to be back with uh, amateur status with Patrick because every time I'm on with him, I got to figure out who's got the better hair. And I I'm, I don't really – I'm never in a place on the early edge where I have to really consider that, and it's uh, it's a little disconcerting.
3: Iron sharpens yeah. iron, see. So-
2: you're not even including me in that conversation. What? What? Well, you can't even I mean, give me credit?
1: I'm sure it's great under that early edge hat, but I don't know that for a fact. I'm a lawyer. I go on evidence.
2: <laughs> and there's none underneath this particular hat. But we've got a lot to get to, so we're going to jump right into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines. There's so much to talk. we got rookies. We've got a kid playing in this Ryder Cup that less than six months ago was in college at Texas Tech. That's what we're talking about here. So, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, ya, uh, the line has moved around all over the place since the captains made their picks just a couple of weeks ago, and it seems like now there's a lot of momentum for Team Europe. Start us off.
1: Yeah, there is a lot of momentum for Team Europe. And we'll we'll probably get into during the pendency of this show why there is that momentum just from a pure golf standpoint. But what's so interesting about the line, you look back two, three months ago, this thing was at, you know, plus 160, plus 170. And that was obviously before, you know, the captain's picks and things of that nature. Some things have happened in the golf world with, with certain golfers emerging. But, you know, it goes from plus 160 to plus 140, to you know, plus 130. And, and now we're sitting, you know, I did a sports line article yesterday. I know Patrick did as well. It was plus 125 as of yesterday. Yesterday when I published my Sportsline article, and in some places it's down even further now, maybe plus 105, plus 115. I just think that's really interesting. And the the momentum makes sense because the more you diagnose this particular tournament and where they are playing and who has the experience and who has the momentum going into this Ryder Cup, it does seem like it's a pretty even playing field, if not maybe a slight edge for uh, an unpopular pick in this country, Team Europe.
2: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, all the the stories, Patrick, that have come out of Team USA is, oh, JT's not keeping receipts for people who didn't think he should make the team. Oh, what about Sam Burns' hair? Why didn't he get a hair? I mean, stupid stories instead of focusing on the actual golf. Now, here's the deal, that in years past, Team Europe says, I don't care about feelings. I don't care what this player who sits on Friday and sits on Saturday thinks about me. I'm here to win, which means that in the past, Rory usually plays all five sessions. That could be a big storyline this week.
3: Absolutely, because Marco Simone is really going to be a physical test for these guys. Really hilly. Luke Donald even has backup caddies for these guys. uh, If some of the guys can't go. 36 holes in one day, but the name of the game when it comes to betting on the Ryder cup, whether it's top American top European top overall, is usage, right? The best of the best ability is availability, and like you said, Coach, Rory McIlroy is probably going to be playing in all five sessions. John Rahm, Victor Hovland as well, and then on the U.S. side, you got the tandem of uh, Patrick Cantland, Xander Shoffley, who have been great in foursomes in their international career, 5-0-0 in their three-team events together. Scotty Scheffler, world number one. Let's not forget about him. You got Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. What the hell is Zach Johnson going to do with that duo? Neither have shown great form in the past, but they They've shown great form in this event. So when you're betting on these individual markets, you really got to key in on who's going to play the most because that's going to give you the best opportunity for the most points and cash and tickets. Great
2: analysis. And their articles are also great, as he has said. But I know every single day, because I see the numbers, there's new people coming to our brand all the time. So guess what? You want to read that article? You want to read Patrick's article? I'm going to do you a solid right here, right now at the start of the show. I'm going to give you 60% off a Sportsline quarterly membership. Use that promo code COACH. And then after that, my goodness, just bet on the Ryder Cup. You'll be playing with house money by December or January, whenever those three months runs out. But our universe is growing in leaps and bounds. We want all of you to be a part of it. So this is a betting show. They come here for picks. Fire picks, I might add. So... Let's get started, gentlemen, and I want to start with the top rookie, and oh, by the way, at BetMGM, all of these are there, and they're there listed as we're listing on the show, so top rookie, all the odds are right there, so a Counselor, counsel, start us off, and I want to pick from both, both teams,
1: Yeah, no problem, Coach. Let's start with Wyndham Clark on Team USA. There's, you know, four rookies to choose from. Just so everybody understands this, it's Max Home at Sam Burns. It's Wyndham Clark and Brian Harmon would be the fourth one there. I think Wyndham Clark really has the most upside in this tournament. Listen, Max Home is like probably the better golfer long term, and perhaps maybe even in the future. But we saw Wyndham Clark really emerge this season. I think he sets up pretty well for this course. I mean, his play did dip a little bit, and if he's super inaccurate off the tee, like it definitely could be a problem at Marco Simone, but. The, the long and short of it is, he's long and he's short. What I mean by that is, the long game is great for Wyndham Clark when he's on, but the short game is also great. And I think short game is going to come into play. We know he can get hot with the putter. When I look at these odds, I like the plus 260 compared to, for example, Max Home at plus 160. Now, on Team Europe, I, you know this is very chalky, but when I look at the guys on Team Europe, as far as the the, the four rookies, and those are Aberg, of course, who I have here, Hoygard Straka, and and Bobby Mack, uh, Robert McIntyre. Aberg seems like the guy that is the class of this field. So at plus one sixty five, I do think this is a good number. I mean, we can all speak to this because we all have him as our rookie. This guy is really emerging. He's a talent that we kind of knew was there, but it's starting to see. We're starting to see him sort of click in a way where he really could be. A big deal during this Ryder Cup.
2: No doubt about it. He just won on the European Tour a couple of weeks ago. Patrick, talk to me.
3: Yeah, I'm in total agreement with Aberg there. I think he's probably going to get paired with Victor Hovland, a decent amount. The S- Scandinavian super team, many are calling it on the grounds there in Rome. And Luke Donald pretty much said they're going to try to run him in the ground and get them out there early and often. So as opposed to one. Bobby McIntyre, he probably caps at two sessions. Hogard could be in the same boat. Straka has a ton of upside, I think. He's around three to one, but Aberg at half the price, I think, is much better play. And then I'm actually going to go with Homa at plus 175 to be the top American rookie, namely because he's going to draw Colin Morikawa in four sums, in my opinion. I think that's a very formidable duo, a team that could rack up points, and he has some prior – President's Cup experience going 4-0-0 there in 2022 at Quail Hollow. So I I think Clark's a great play as well, but I do have some concerns where he fits into this lineup a little bit. And with Homa, I think it's a bit clearer with that Mark pairing and uh, potential play a little four ball too.
2: Yeah, I agree with Clark. I think the reason I picked him is because of some of the interviews that he said. He he wants to prove that he's one of the best in the world. He wants to be matched up with Rory McIlroy and beat him. And it also begs the point. I'm not even going to hit on my picks because me and Sia have the same ones and, and basically Patrick too. But do we think this is going to be an issue? Because I've already said Team Europe, historically, they don't worry about feelings. But part of the criticism of the Team USA is, and either one of you can jump in here is that Zach Johnson is friends with so many guys that that's part of the reason that Justin Thomas was picked on team USA, because they're such good friends. Do you think Zach will have an issue and say, Hey, I want, I want to make it even for everybody.
3: This isn't little league boys. This isn't a participation trophy. Any thoughts? I, I don't really have too many concerns about Zach Johnson's captaincy. Uh, with JT, he, he's been pretty open about saying, look, if I need to play one match and that's all you need for me, I'll be willing to do that. And I think someone like Justin Thomas would be the first one to say, oh, yes, I am on the team, but I might not just have it this afternoon. Look in the way of a Ricky Fowler or look in the way of a Wyndham Clark. So I understand they're close, but, you know, feelings get thrown out the window in this situation.
2: Got to see you. Yeah, no, I'll co-sign that. I mean, I I completely agree.
3: Uh, By the way, Zach just said that all these
2: picks, EC is going to parlay them for the Ryder Cup, which is actually very, very funny. Uh, All right, let's move on to um, this, because I just told you that BetMGM has all of these picks that we're throwing out there and all of the odds, but there's a lot of you that are not playing at BetMGM yet, but you want to. So I'm going to do you a solid also right here at the top of the show. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least 10 bucks, and you'll receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome, with the bonus code EDGE200. Again, that's bonus code EDGE200. Now, also this week, before we get to several more picks, you guys know, because you download all the CBS Sports apps, that one of the things that we lean into, and we have, if you're watching live, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, our college football mega preview, because this weekend, Tons of college football all over CBS.
4: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support.
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Three big games on the network, but then also don't forget about CBS, the network, two different things. All right, gentlemen, there's a lot of different ways that you can pick players. A lot of different ways that you can bet. One of the bets at BetMGM is the top captain's picks. And for those people not familiar, the captain gets to make a certain number of picks. And then there are automatic picks. So, Patrick McDonald, let me start with you. Of the captain's picks on both teams, who's the best in your opinion?
3: I went a bit further down the board in this category, Coach, and for the European side, I do like the prospects of Shane Lowry. He's only making his second appearance as first on European soil for the Ryder Cup, but early practice round suggests he might draw a pairing of Rory McIlroy, which if you can attach mm. to Rory McIlroy in this case, getting five and a half to one seems like a bit of a steal. And the thing with Lowry lately is, his ball striking's been tremendous. And I, I really think Marco Simone will cater towards ball strikers. And his short game has really let him down. Shane Lowry has some of the softest hands in the game. You think like saucy chips, flop shots. He gets up and down from everywhere. That just hasn't been the case of the last month, month or so. So he's a type of guy similar to a Brooks Kepka who can raise his game to the occasion some of his better finishes came in major championships he just had a nice start there at the irish open his home open which means a lot to him so i like shane larry at plus 550 and then a little weird i know and it's going to be jordan spieth five to one i kind of am a believer in justin thomas but he was listed at four to one so i figured i can get a better price on the guy he's probably going to play with four sessions freddie couples was on golf channel today saying he's not spilling the beans but Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas are going to play four times. So (laughs) thanks a lot, Freddie. The artists who gave you Cam Young will be in Rome as well. So uh, Jordan Spieth, he's going to be out there a ton. He is great in international competition. The form, I think, does leave some to be desired. And that's why you see him at five to one. But he can turn it on like that. And I think Spieth, along with Thomas, it's really a sink or swim situation. and, And hopefully he swims. I would. Oh man, putting
2: two captains' picks together, even though they're rock stars in this event, whew, I'm very, very nervous for that duo because they haven't exactly been on point. Now, see, let me come to you because you and I agree on one, and we disagree on another. Talk to me.
1: What's really interesting is uh, I'll be perfectly honest with you. When I wrote my article yesterday, or I should say, when I was writing my article yesterday. First one in was actually Brooks Kepka at, at your plus 35, 335 number. And then I gave it a little bit more thought and I just kind of, I, I wanted the consistency of Colin Morikawa. I know that he's not as long as Brooks Kepka and that actually might play to his detriment out here, but I do like the long iron play. And I like the all around play lately. I did notice with Brooks Kepka on live as of late, If you look at the last few months, I mean, he hasn't exactly been great there. I'm not necessarily saying his play has dipped, but I do think there's a little bit more reliability when it comes to Colin Morikawa. And we know, just like Patrick mentioned in the previous segment, he's going to be trotted out there. He's going to get the chances to, to get this top captain's pick Um, winning slot, if you will. So i like Colin Morikawa there at plus 300. And then uh, I agree with you on the European. It's going to be Tommy Fleetwood. I just love Tommy Fleetwood's all around game. And when I size him up against the other guys he's going against, yes, Aberg is there and he's absolutely formidable. Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, absolutely formidable. I am going with the chalky play, but Fleetwood's been good for so long. It has been, we know his pedigree is great, but really the form over the last four or five months has been so good for him. I think it will translate here at Marco Simone.
2: He's been alive so many Sundays. Who can forget losing in a playoff in Canada. And then throughout the summer, he was right there. It's almost bad luck that he hasn't won on the PGA Tour yet. It almost feels like bad luck. Yes, Counselor.
1: Can we just go back and revel? Because we're so far removed from some of those tournaments that you just referenced. That Nick Taylor putt was so incredibly epic. I just want all of us that are watching to just stop and remember that. I mean, I'll be honest. I had a live bet on Tommy Fleetwood in that moment. It was something I, I put that like all, down the stretch on a Sunday afternoon, and I lost some money there, but I would not take that moment back for however much money I had on that times 10.
2: I think it's a top five moment all time on the PGA Tour. That's wow. how epic that was with the crowd, the fact that it was Canadian that did it, the yeah. fact that there hadn't been a Canadian win it. And so, I mean, it was just everything just really. And then a 70-foot putt? What? Yeah. Oh, amazing. I agree with you. Now, I'm not even going to hit on Tommy Fleetwood. See, has said enough about him. The reason I picked Brooks Kepka is because this man is an absolute beast. I don't care about Live. I honestly don't care if he's dipped a little bit because I agree with Sia. He has. But this is going to be a volatile environment. And if there's one player on Team USA that does not care, it's Brooks Kepka. He's a major champion this year, despite going to live. He's healthy. You don't think every player in that locker room wants to have Brooks as their partner? Oh, they do. At plus 335, I love Brooks as the top captain's pick. Now, let's move on to the top score. This is always interesting because there's a little bit of prognostication going on. You got to understand you're not going to take – with all due respect to Sepp Straka, we're probably not going to take Sepstraka because he's just not going to play enough to win enough mm-hmm. points. So you got to look at guys that are. See it. Where do we start with that?
1: Yeah, and that's why, like for me, and I and I wonder if Patrick agrees here because he probably has a little bit, you know, a more, I don't know, experience betting the the Ryder Cup. But I mean, to me, I'm kind of narrowing this down to some of the top four or five guys on the odds board. And when I look at the top American. Patrick Cantley at plus, plus 625. Listen, he doesn't seem like the Ryder Cup type. I mean, if we're being honest, like he's not like the pump the fist guy, he's not the guy that's just going to get after it. But I don't really think it matters with Patrick Cantley. I think he's just so kind of flatline in terms of his play. He doesn't get up, he doesn't get down. What he does is he hits it long and he hits it straight. That's going to be really important here. And this all around game, of course, is really great. So when I size him up and I size up the odds against everybody else, I just think Patrick Cantley is the guy. I don't trust Scotty Scheffler's putter, okay? So that's that's what, why I'm not going with the super chalk there. I'll take the next guy down on, uh, in Patrick Cantley at plus 625. Of course, Xander Schauffe in that conversation. But when I size those two up against each other, I'll pretty much take Patrick Cantley every single time. Top European score. I think I think Roy McIlroy is going to have a, a tournament. I mean, I, I do think he sets up pretty well. A little inaccurate off the tee as of late, but other than that, Roy McIlroy has been an absolute beast. And if it wasn't for Victor Hovland kind of dominating the tour over the last, oh, I don't know, three, four, five weeks, we'd be talking about Roy McIlroy in a much different context. Not only would he have some first place finishes under his belt, some trophies and whatnot, but also we would just be marveling at how well he's playing. And I think because of what Victor Hovland has done, especially down the stretch of this last season, Rory's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle a little bit, but plus 500, uh, I think he's the dude on, on Team Europe, and I, I think he's going to potentially help them win the whole thing.
2: Clearly, I do too, and I'll hit on that in a moment. But, Patrick, let me come to you because you have picks for both. There's a reason I did one, and I'll explain that. But, Patrick, you like Xander, who routinely gets put out there the most with Patrick Cantlay from Team USA? They, they have in the
3: past played at least four. Um, and then you got Victor on the other side. Tell me why. I totally agree with Sia's analysis about Patrick Cantley. The reason I chose Xander was he was three points higher than Cantley. Cantley I found at twelve to one I figured they're gonna be trotted out there together. Let's take, you know, three extra points and see what happens on Sunday. Uh should they go there, you know, all tied up with three and a half or four points, whatever it may be. But I I, I totally cosign Sia's play if you're looking for a top American. I like Xander at fifteen to one. Statistically, they're pretty sound. Xander has the edge putting wise, but little deficiency off the tee, so it's really getting a little nitpicky there. And then top European, I like Victor Hovland at five and a half to one. The The summer, it's a summer to remember. Let's ride the hot hand mm-hmm. coming off that BMW championship win, the tour championship win, and he's going to be trotted out there five times. You know that Luke Donald has to ride the top three players of McIlroy, Hovland, and Rom. Rahm. Rom's form, I think, can be somewhat suspect in Rory, despite his great summer. Sia, I totally agree with you again, where this was his second best statistical season of his career, Rory McIlroy. He comes off a litany of top 10 finishes, longest in PGA Tour uh, career. But Hovland, you kind of know who he's going to go with with Aberg. He might even get a ROM as well, which would be fascinating to watch and a great pairing. McIlroy, despite all his accolades, 500 record in the Ryder Cup. Been under 500 the last two times. Doesn't really have a solid guy to go with. So a bit of question marks for the favorite. And so I I dip down a little with the guy. Feeding the hot hand with Victor Hovland at 5-1. to
2: Alexander in the chat has a really good idea. Now, one of these two would have to hit for this to be true. But he says, I'll bet both, Hovland and Rory, which you can do because they're both plus money. You absolutely can do that. If they don't hit, you're going to lose twice, (laughs) but you can absolutely, (laughs) absolutely do that. Now, I went with Rory as the overall top scorer at plus 800. The reason I did this is because you're getting better value here about what we just talked about. I don't think the United States is going to put somebody out there more than four times and probably just three. I'm very confident because of how young the European squad is that Rory's going to play all five times. So he's going to have more chances to score than I think anybody else in the field, period. So I'll take plus 800 to beat out all of the United States team and his own team. That's why I just went with one, because I believe that is what is going to happen. But great analysis by both of you two. Now, <clears throat> earlier today... He busted up the show. Luckily, he's not here right now, but Buckus has been absolutely killing it in soccer. If you're not following him, I encourage you to do that. But also, CBS, we have everything. We already showed you college football, but we also have a little um, league that we like to call Siri.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: you singing in that promo right there
3: is that you i I thought i was muted coach this is uh this is pretty embarrassing i'm not gonna lie it's very good (laughs) all right we need to find out who's going to win who's going to come out on sunday
2: and get the job done right now the sports books betmgm included basically even they're saying it's even so patrick where do we go
3: I'm going with the Americans, coach. The 30-year streak comes to an end. I see that you guys are once again against me. You guys, you do this little NFL dance. You do some shows together. You forget about little old Patrick, and suddenly we're, we're not simpatico. And and so I'll take it with a grain of salt. But 1 through 12, the U.S. team is more talented. I have a little bit of concern with the Europeans' pairing experience, This is the first Ryder Cup in quite a while where they enter without any prior foursome experience between the two of them. They've only played four ball together five times, once in 2018, twice in two or four times in 2021. The U.S. suddenly has the experience on their side. They have the talent on their side and they have a chip on their shoulder. They've been told about this 30 year streak. I mean, who cares? They were babies at that time. It has no effect on them. Uh, and, And so I like the Americans at plus money. If you got Europe A while back, like Sia said, the line's been steaming towards them. I'm totally okay with that, but uh, at the current price, I like the Americans. Sia Najad, can you help the good people out, please?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny. So many people agree with us, Coach, that the the line has even gone down from plus 125 recently, like literally in the last, I don't know, four hours or so, maybe less, to plus 115. So, I mean, this is just one of those things where I think people are recognizing a, a couple of different things. I, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with Patrick's statement that from top to bottom, the U.S. team is, is more talented. I, like, I think you could quibble with that. I mean, I, I think that Team Europe at the top is maybe a little bit more talented. I think in the middle that, that like, they leave me wanting a little bit. But then at the bottom, I, I think you can make an argument that, that I, I like that part of Team Europe better. But the thing is, we've got a lot going for Team Europe. First of all, they get to pick the course. They're, they're going to have make sure it's catered not only to the, the qualifiers, but to the captain's picks and 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 i think that's part of the reason we see the track record from team europe when they play over on their side of the pond and also this this is an event uh, marco simone that takes place this is the italian open essentially and there's a lot of guys on team europe that have experience at the italian open i think that's going to help quite a bit take all of those things together it, knowing that the talent gap really isn't there in my opinion And I'm going to go ahead and take the plus money team Europe. I mean, I I think plus 125 is a a really good number. Even though we missed the great number, I still think this is a good number.
2: Yeah, but we didn't know then with that number who really the rest of the team was going to be. Let's be honest. I mean, we didn't. And we would never blindly, blindly bet anything. Uh, Matt says, best golf show ever. That's what we do We're the early wedge. Come on. But thank you, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, Alexander says, EUROPE Europe. Don't... Don't try to make me spell on the show out, Xander, because I can't do that. Now, the reason I like Europe is for the, the last reason that Sia just said. Roy McElroy's come out and made it very public. They want the rough to be high because they think they have much better drivers of the golf ball, and they're right. They have Rory. They have John Rahm. They have Victor Hovland, who just throws seeds right down the yeah. middle. I don't think we're going to see some of these guys set maybe once maybe once. I think we'll see Hoygaard maybe once. So when you say top to bottom, Patrick, I agree with you, but I just don't think we're going to see the entire European team. I think we're going to see them in the singles and that's about it. And then everybody else loads up. That's how you beat team USA. And I think that's what they're going to do, which is why I'm rolling with Europe plus whatever it is. It's moving around right now. Mm -hmm. Patrick, it begs the question. Oh, Wow. You're on one side. I'm on the other.
1: I'm also on the other, just FYI.
2: And C is also on the I didn't want to speak for you, Sia. Yeah, but he okay. just spoke for himself. So I guess I can speak for you, C, and say, um, Patrick, are you in or are
3: you out? Coach, I, I know we're approaching week four in the NFL, and it's been quite a while since we've done – this little dance we like to do um but did you forget last time already what was it one two three Ooh. oh four so i got money to spare baby i'll take <laughs> you and i'll take you mr najad snake play that music
2: forgot about that oh my god I, that was a four sweep oh that was the longest week of my life oh that was the worst <laughs> that was the typing that four zero zero into my venmo it, it almost wouldn't even take it I was like what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> not this week boys not this week holy smokes <sighs> see we better win this week because i cannot sit here for four months until our next <laughs> wed show having that face talking trash to me
1: yeah, you're gonna yeah, we gotta rectify that that four spot he put on you. That was that was brutal. That was something. Brutal. Not to bring it up again, but sorry.
2: But you did. I'll be That's over good. here. Yeah, it's okay. I right. see myself out. <laughs> we got one section left on the show. And this, just like on our regular show, is where we put anything else specials, long shots. And I found a couple of Bet MGM that I absolutely love. But Patrick, out of respect for your four sweep. I'm going to let you go first in our last segment. What do you like here?
3: Thank you, Coach. That's very big of you. And since I do believe the U.S. will win, you kind of got to play some of these bets with that in mind. So I think Max Homa has a tremendous opportunity. It's hard to call the world number a breakout candidate, a guy who's won six times on the on the PGA Tour, but I really do believe he is going to have a week to remember. He he tends to play Difficult golf courses extremely well. He's in fantastic form coming off that top 10 at the open. He's rattled off five straight top 10 finishes as well. And he might get the the pairing with Ikele Morikawa, who's also on this board. So I I really like Homer's chances at 25 to one. I'm willing to take a nibble.
2: Joel says in the chat, counselor, coach and Sia are both dead to me. So it begs the question, do we care? No, we do not care if are dead to you. See, where are you going in this segment?
1: You know, I, I tried to come up with a, a guy that I think has tremendous upside, regardless of which side I think is going to win here. And it's Colin Morikawa at plus 1600. I do think he's going to get a lot of play. And he's just one of those guys that he never really peaked last season, but we saw like little bits and pieces of, of like the column that we know and love. The Colin that, once just a short time ago, sort of rivaled Victor Hovland in terms of, hey, which one of these two guys is better? And I think Colin Morikawa might find himself back in that conversation sometime soon. But at the end of the day, I like what he did with his putter down the stretch of the season. And I do think he's a pretty good course fit when it comes to – listen, he's not super long off the tee, but he's okay there, I guess. But he's certainly straight, and his long iron play makes up for any deficiency from a length standpoint off the tee. So he's just one of those guys that I think is a little sneaky. And when I see 16-1 to – It's just one of those numbers where I'm like, all right, I'm willing to speculate just a little bit on this long shot.
2: Yeah. And everybody wants to play with him, which helps when you're probably going to be used. I would say he's going to see probably at least three, probably four sessions. I would imagine that Colin Morikawa will get at least four sessions. Now, Zach in the chat, he says, what's first out in singles mean? Can you give me a chance to do my take before you type it into the chat? Give me two (laughs) seconds but here's what it means. So basically on Sunday, the first person out in singles, that's what Rory McIlroy is going to be because here's the deal. Whether they have a big lead or whether it's tight, you want to get the first point done in singles. It's always historically been that way. You're not going to throw Sep Strzok out first because then you're just kind of given a point away. It's got to be Rory or John Rahm. So I'm banking that it's going to be the guy that's been the face of the Ryder cup the last several times. And that's Rory McIlroy to play first in singles on Sunday. My other play 10 or less matches to reach the 18th hole minus 120. That's pretty self-explanatory. So you'd have to have an Epic all time Ryder cup. If you have 12, 13, 14 matches go all the way to the 18th hole. Think about that. How often do we see that? Hardly ever. Usually matches in on 16, 17, so I'm willing to bet that 10 or less actually make it to the 18th hole. Now, <clears throat> hopefully you all grabbed your paper, you all grabbed your pencil, because we don't do a recap on the screen. But what we do do is I ask my two guys, my experts, the two very best, what's the number one most important thing you're looking forward to for this Ryder Cup? Patrick, start us off
3: gotta be live betting it are you kidding me i mean we get four matches in the morning four in the afternoon that's just friday then we get to do it all over again on saturday and then you finally get the 12 single matches on sunday it, it's one of the most fun events to bet we'll have plays for you online on Sportsline. you name it we'll be there and it's going to be so much fun to watch and hopefully make a little money from see ya
1: yeah, I, I got it. I have no choice but to double down on what Patrick just said. I mean, I think for for those of you that are sort of uninitiated to the Ryder Cup, we don't exactly have all the matchups that 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 are going to be out for Friday for the 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 two sort of for some alternate shot Friday and Saturday. So what that means is we get these pairings, we get these matchups, and then we can go ahead and bet those. Normally when we're doing this show, we already have some of that information because those matchups are already posted. They're not yet. So live betting this event is going to be really fun. Like Patrick said, we'll put put picks out on Twitter, perhaps update our sports line articles, but either way, we're going to have them. So please stay tuned.
2: And we're also going to do this because of the time of the Ryder Cup. And the first tea time is 1.35 a.m. Eastern time on Friday morning, 10.30 p.m. Eastern time Pacific, where I'm sitting right now. So me and the counselor are going to give you picks on the daily show at 10 a.m. on Thursday morning, which will be then good for that night. Makes sense? So you'll get them on Twitter. You'll get them at Sportsline and you will get them on the early edge. We got you covered top to bottom, left to right. Gentlemen, as always, well done. I encourage you to tell all your friends, if they weren't watching this show live, watch it on demand. You can't get any better content. So with all that being said, thank you for tuning in three times today. So many of you, so loyal, and I can't thank you enough. So with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know, What that is. got your marching orders. Let's take all of these Ryder Cup tickets, except for Team USA, straight to the pay window for my entire team. What did I just say? Patrick, counselor, my man the snake, always in the back on the ones and the twos, making this show look like a million bucks. I am simply the coach trying to keep this train on said track. We grind for you so we can win with you. It's truly what we're all about, whether it's The Early Edge or right here at The Early Wedge. Good luck.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.